my god, I think I've lost my coffee. Hello guys, how are we? Welcome back to yet another episode of Life's Your Bitch, the podcast where we are changing the narrative, kind of, a little bit. If you don't know what that reference is from, it's from my first ever episode, like, and it's my bio on everything. I just like the idea of changing the narrative and being able to change around a situation or a mindset or a feeling or even a whole damn topic, which is kind of what we're going to do today, I guess. We're going to do... Hello. We're going to be talking about vulnerability and I think, well, you'll know what I think. I think there's a whole stigma around what it is to be vulnerable and I think it's, stigma is maybe not the best word. Like, I think everybody has a really different view on what it is to be vulnerable, but we'll get into that. I feel like all of my troubles and all of the chaos in my life literally vanishes as soon as I sit down on this, this sofa here has become like my safe space. I'm so happy I got this for the podcast. It just really gives me like, honestly, so, so much has happened since we've last spoke. Like you wouldn't even, well, you would guess it because I guess most of you follow follow me on my personal socials. And if you don't, at Megan Shaw XX on Instagram, Megan Shaw on YouTube, all of the great things. Um, we've moved today, not today, a few days ago, but like in the last week of the podcast, we've moved, I've got new hair, I've got new teeth, I had a facial, we've moved house. There's just a lot going on. It's been a whole ordeal this week and I haven't had time to sit down and like film the podcast. So I'm super excited to be sitting down today. I say that, I'm still filming this a week in advance. It's currently Saturday and this goes up like next Sunday. Um, but I am not ahead of my game in terms of pre-filming podcasts, but I will be, don't worry guys. You will not miss a single podcast the whole time I'm in Australia. Also, Christmas falls on a Sunday this year and I'm like, do I do a Christmas episode? Just like maybe like a fun chatty kind of like, and also, oh my God, how like fucking glorious is this? Everybody knows, well, that's such a lie. Not everybody knows this about me at all. But um, my favorite thing in the world is when like a new week, a new month, and especially a new year, like begins on a Monday. Like there's just for me some sort of like, not new week, every new week begins on a Monday. But like, for example, when the first of like September falls on a Monday, I just think that is like glorious. It's like a whole new start. Now, last year, this year started on a Monday, I'm pretty sure, or last year. Anyway, I don't know, I can't remember. But this year begins on a Sunday, which means the 1st of Jan, I get to release a podcast episode. And I just think that is phenomenal. A bang, New Year episode, here are my goals, what are you guys doing? Obviously, it's all going to be about the New Year, like my goals probably, like, I feel like it has to be, doesn't it? I know everyone's like, oh, you don't have to wait to a new year to like new you. And I 100% agree. But I am a slut for a new start. I will forever find a reason to be like, oh, it's a new year, new goals, vision boards, like just take the whole day to be like, me, 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 what do I want from this year? Set some new goals. I think it's so good. Like, no, you don't have to wait at all. If you've got a goal you want to complete now, you do not have to wait until the new year by any means whatsoever. Like I have goals, I'm not waiting until the new year. But I do think it's great to just take advantage of the opportunity, you know? So yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know whether to do a Christmas episode because what would it be on? I probably will because I don't want to miss a week, but it'll probably just be like a chatty, like what I've been up to, like maybe I'll do like a best moments of the year or something. Maybe I'll do that. Then I feel like that should be in the new year's one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Anyway, the three things I've been grateful for this week. I just had, (laughs) you know, I love a niche gratitude. I just had the best Maltese and reindeer I've probably ever eaten. And this might be extreme. I think they're my favourite chocolate in the world. And I know we all call me, well, we don't all call me a favourite slut. I've just named myself that because I call everything 
in the world, like my favourite. Um, and if you've ever watched How I Met Your Mother, when Barney calls, no, Ted calls, no, Robin calls Ted and I love you slut because he just says it to everything. Or does Robin say it to everything? I can't remember, but like, she'll be like, I love you to like friends and to pizza and to food and to drinks and everything. Um, and that's what I do, I just call everything my favourite. But isn't that a great quality to have? Rather than being like, I hate everything. Like, I just, everything's my favourite. Well, that's not true, but a lot of things are. Anyway, it was, oh my God, it was so nice. It was so creamy, but like crunchy. And there was so much chocolate. And Malteser reindeers and bunnies are like definitely my favourite thing in the world. Because they're not the same as a Malteser bar. I'm not having it. That's not the same thing. So I don't know what crack they're putting in them. But, oh my God, it was delightful. And now we live across the street from a shop dangerous 69p Maltese and reindeer at any point during the day literally not even a 20 second walk away dangerous I've never lived like really near a shop in a family home well I mean we were in my last house for like 10 years so like there's a given but it's so fun like all of my uni houses we were so close to a shop because I feel like that's it that's kind of the vibe in uni town isn't it but yeah it's exciting but I don't feel like my parents are gonna be like oh late night snack you know anyway what else have I been grateful for? I've not been writing these down at all. My skin recently has been phenomenal, random. I had a facial, right? Oh my God, I had a dermaplaning planning facial. I feel like I just like need to stop catching you guys up. Let me know if you like these catch-ups before the episode starts. Because I have a mixed like mixed feeling about them. If I don't know the person and I've like clicked on the podcast for like the topic of the podcast, I'm like, okay, get on with it. I don't know who your friends are when you speak about them like this. So like, it's not that interesting. But if I know them, I love it. Anyway, so maybe you just all need to get to know me a bit better and that's how we can we can do that by having this. I don't even know what I was talking about now. Oh, I had a dermaplaning facial, which they like essentially like shave your face. One, I feel like it has made my cheekbones stick out so much because I had so much hair here. I feel like I can already feel it growing back. She was like, yeah, four weeks. And I was like, you're underestimating the rapid growth of my hair. But I had that and it's made my skin look, I think, so good. Yesterday, I went out for dinner with literally bronzer on. <laughs> that is unheard of for me. I've never been a person to have, like, good skin. So I'm absolutely thriving there at the minute. I know I said that last week, but it just made me think of it again because I had a facial. Um, what am I grateful for? I had more of my teeth done. They look absolutely fucking great now, I think. They look more natural with more teeth done than they did before. Because it's just, like, a tiny little layer. But... Oh, you, we don't need to get into this. It's just made them look better. I don't need to explain to you why I got my teeth done and whatever. Basically, I didn't have the right teeth. And now I just look like I have all the right teeth in my mouth and they're all the same colour and all the same size and shape. And I just think they look so good. I'm so happy. I'm already smiling differently. Um, but I do have cuts on the side of my mouth, which I, like, literally can't properly smile. Like, they... Yeah. Anyway, what am I grateful for? This house is so beautiful that we've moved into. My new room is gorgeous. By this point, our moving vlog is on my YouTube channel if you do want to go and watch it. Um, okay, quickly, another thing. This coffee I'm drinking is pretty subpar. Oh, but I'll tell you what I am grateful for. I found um, in TK Maxx, I just thought, I've wanted them for ages. And you know them things you just like always forget to order off Amazon? Even though they take a day to arrive, you just kind of always forget. Um, plastic ice cubes. Now, these aren't the most aesthetic thing because they're like pink, green, and blue in my coffee. Um, but like you freeze the plastic ice cubes, so obviously the water doesn't, it doesn't melt down your coffee. I feel like that girl on TikTok, have you seen her, who has like the whole ice drawer of like all these different ices. Um, but yeah, 
so cool. And I was walking around Home Sense, like, uh, the, the Home Sense for us is just the upstairs of our TK Maxx, um, which I feel like when I, when I ever see Home Senses, they're normally always a different shop. And it's just all homeware. Like, in Leeds, our TK Maxx, and then we have, like, a shop, and then we have a... I can't say we anymore. I don't even live in Leeds. And then there's a huge Home Sense. But anyway, I just thought, oh, I wonder if they have them. And I walked around the corner. Honestly, it was such a weird, like, manifesting situation. Like, it was actually a bit spooky. I was just, like, walking around the... I was in TK Maxx getting more stuff for the podcast giveaway. I've also got all of November's giveaway. So it's doing again. We're going to do a November challenge. So if you have horrendously failed at your October challenge, like I have, here's your sign to reevaluate your goals, set some simpler goals. <laughs> and we're going to go into November and try again. Um, I'm also trying to make some calendars. Ah! Okay, that's a story for a different day. Anyway, and then I turned around and they were just sitting there. Like, I'm not joking, they were just sitting there, like one pack of them on top of like a Le Creuset pan. Like, it was so random, but yeah, they're pretty cool. Anyway, let's get on with the episode because last week's journal prompt was like, what chakra do you think maybe could do some work? And I told you various different times in that what mine was, and it's 100% my throat chakra and my solar plexus chakra, is it called? I think so. Um, because I, the work, you might be thinking you're a liar, your throat chakra doesn't need work. You literally have a fucking podcast where all you do is express your feelings and all of this. True, but if you listen to the podcast last week, you'll understand. It's like this weird, like, in front of people, like I can do it by myself all day long, like talking in my own company is like literally my safe space, which is why I just love this podcast and it gives me so much like calm and joy because it's just my safe space. Like if you listen, if you watch my YouTube channel, my um, Come Drive With Me is like my favorite videos in the world, just like literally in my bubble, just like talking. And today we're gonna talk about vulnerability. So what is vulnerability? I wrote these notes weeks ago while I was in Costa Rica, so bear with me. But this episode, I'm not gonna come to a conclusion. I'm not gonna tell you how to be more vulnerable because quite frankly, I don't know and I'm literally in therapy for it. But it's just a conversation I kind of wanted to have, like an open discussion. And the more it's not really an open discussion because I'm literally talking in your ears, but I really encourage you guys, as always, to come on the Facebook group at Life's Your Bitch, post anonymously, anonymous, not anonymously, if you don't want anyone to know. Tell us what being vulnerable means to you. DM me. Comment it on our Instagram photos. Like, whatever it is. Like, I want your guys' discussion and feedback on these podcasts. I want you to know if you think what I said was absolute fucking rubbish. You didn't believe with any of it, which you're totally allowed to, by the way. I feel like I, the last few years, have grown up, like watching self-help things or reading self-help things or listening to self-help podcasts and being like, okay, they said happiness was this, you know, that's final. And not being able to like take someone's opinion, take one part of it and think, oh, I agree with that. Or I don't agree with that. Let me form my opinion based on like listening to yours because I think what makes self-help so overwhelming sometimes is listening to everyone's different opinions and theories and reasonings. And then like taking that for what it is and kind of trying to make that your Bible because everybody's got such different opinions. That's where it becomes overwhelming, trying to take everybody's as, what do you call it? What's that word? Trying to take everybody's as, basically as the Bible. I can't, can't remember what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, and I think that's when it becomes overwhelming when you're not able to go, oh, I liked that from you, that from you, that from you. Here's my opinion. Because you're totally allowed to have your own opinion on self-help practices or theories or 
things to do, tips, trips, advice, like you're allowed to make up your own advice from five different podcasts you've listened to and make a practice that's good for you. You don't have to try and combine all five of them into one because you don't know where to start. So yeah, I encourage you to tell me that you hated my podcast, not that you hated it, that would make me upset, but that you, <laughs> it wouldn't make me upset, you're allowed to hate it. But that you didn't agree with it and this is what you think and I want this to be an open discussion. So, vulnerability, this is, I'm pretty sure the definition that I googled. It involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes with being open and willing to love and be loved. Okay guys, I think there's officially a plumber in my house. So I'm sorry if you hear anything, but we probably shouldn't because we're, uh, we're actually in the attic at the moment. Our new house is three floors. It's a lot, a lot like smaller than our last house in terms of like, our last house was quite wide. Like it was probably a bigger house, but it was only, you know, your average two story house. Um, we've actually got two bedrooms up here. So I'm in like my brother's bedroom at the moment. Um, and there's two, literally just two bedrooms up here. But yeah, we're all the way up here. So hopefully we shouldn't hear him, but I just heard him when I paused that there. But interesting to say to be vulnerable is also like willing to love and be loved. So I want you to pause this episode or just have a think while I keep talking now and think what does it mean to be vulnerable to you? Like really think about like when you talk about being vulnerable or being scared to be vulnerable, like what does that mean to you? I actually did a poll on the Instagram. So let's look at that now and then I'm going to read some of your, should I read some of your opinions now or later? Kind of ask you like what do you think it is to be vulnerable? Oh my god, I forgot we've got no internet in this house. Oh my god, gosh, this is a mess. Let me connect my hotspot on my phone. Okay, we're back in business and hopefully this is... <laughs> that was the last minor inconvenience. Anyway, I asked on the Instagram, as I said, I did this ages ago now. Um, I just literally said, are you scared to be, in quotations, vulnerable? 76% said yes, terrified. And I'm with you. And then 24% said no, I don't mind being vulnerable. And then I said, why are you or aren't you scared? So let's read some responses to that. God, they're taking a second. Okay, here we go. Um, I feel weird being vulnerable with my parents. I'm vulnerable only witty with my friends. Only with, I, mean, I think that's what to say. I'm vulnerable, but only with my friends that open up with me about their emotions as well. I get that. Because I feel like it's hard to, like, you're not gonna... I have people that I'm definitely less scared to be vulnerable with and have open conversations with. Like, my friend Amy, I talk about her a lot in this in this sense, like, someone that I'm really able to just, like, chat to. And it's because, like, she is so... Like, the opposite. Like, she's just so not scared of saying absolutely anything and, like, doesn't understand why you wouldn't maybe, like, say something. Like, if I'm like, oh, like, that was, like either a like profound thing to say or like quite an open thing to say or something she's like yeah or like we'll have conversations and there's not even like a slight like weird look or a slight judgment in the conversation like whatsoever and I'm not saying that you know other friends judge me or whatever but like for me I know that sometimes when people open up to me and say vulnerable things or like passionate things I'm a bit like oh and like make a thing out of it because like it's a big deal to me what they're saying and then I realize it's not to them but like I feel awkward so like I will make like a funny comment or something but like Amy just doesn't even do that like doesn't even cross her mind to think that it's like weird so it's really like easy to talk to her like it's not easy to talk to someone who's like not vulnerable and doesn't want to have the conversation is it um I feel like people don't care about my issues or it feels like being vulnerable ruins my easygoing vibe oh interesting 
maybe that's why I'm scared as well. Because if you're vulnerable, you look like you care. And like, obviously everybody cares. Everybody cares about, you know, something. I would hope everybody cares. Um, I think when people are like, you know, I don't care what people think. Yeah, like, yeah, to an extent. I care what, you know, my close friends think, my close family think. Um, you know, I can get stressed out easy and stuff like that. But when you're showing your vulnerability, yeah, I guess it does sometimes take away that easygoing vibe. But again, this is all um, down to what you see being vulnerable and you see an easygoing vibe. It's like, to me, Amy's one of the most like easygoing people. I feel like I'm going to talk about Amy a lot in this. And it's not that I think Amy's like really openly vulnerable. It's just that like I can kind of chat to her like I am um and I don't see her as not easygoing just because she, but then I don't see being vulnerable necessarily as opening up as your emotions which we'll get on to for me just to give you a little like synopsis before we read more of these for me being vulnerable is like being able to really openly talk about things you're really passionate about and be able to sit down with people like close to you and tell them like your hopes and your dreams and to be able to sit down in front of a sunset and be like oh my god this is so gorgeous like we're so lucky to be here like in front of other people like I think that 10 times a day but like I'm way too scared to say that opening to someone because I'm scared someone's gonna look at me and think all right like it's just a sunset you know um scared people will take advantage of that vulnerability definitely and I think that can come from uh experience as well like if someone has in the past it's going to be hard to unlearn that scared of being judged like I'm the only person who thinks or does that if that makes sense um yeah I guess it's kind of like I was saying it does make sense scared of being judged for being vulnerable like you're the only person that feels or thinks that way again it's this fear of just like judgment really isn't it um I'm not scared of being vulnerable I think she means as I've had a very as I've been lucky enough to every time I have been vulnerable no one's taken advantage of it I understand what you mean <laughs> sorry that's quite hard to read to explain to you guys what she's trying to say um so yeah again like, it was, I, like what I'm saying that like, it all comes down to like experience with being vulnerable doesn't it if every time you've opened up to being vulnerable to someone they've used your insecurities or that feeling against you or something you're never going to do that again but if someone's welcomed it with open arms that's wonderful isn't it and I'm very very happy for you it's not that's, like that's never happened to me I don't know why I feel like I can't talk really openly and vulnerably because it's not that someone's ever judged that or someone's ever I don't even know if I've given people a good enough chance to judge it but I wonder where that comes why we're not vulnerable we will dissect that a little bit later on let me just read a few more because if I'm vulnerable around people I love they can help where they can I'm not alone that's lovely yes they can it depends who with close friends boyfriends I'm scared to others yes no I'm happy to others I'm scared to I'm scared people think I'm overreacting and doing it for attention I am always scared of this I'm scared of like saying I'm upset about something or the way I feel about something or even saying like I'm ill and people are just thinking I'm being like a hypochondriac like I hate um what's the word I used the other day I hate just like bringing, a bit, I hate being an inconvenience, I hate bringing attention to me, I don't want people to think I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm scared of being a burden, and I'm scared of like being an inconvenience, so I don't want people to think I'm just like, yeah, overreacting, I guess. God, it seems like a lot of us are, well, 76% of us are. I'm scared of being rejected or seen as being over the top or needy, yep. It's sad, but the more scared I am, the more vigilant I am. Does that mean, like, um, hard, hardcore? I don't know what that means, but I get that. 
the like less vulnerable you are, the more independent you seem, the less help you need, and then it's just like a vicious cycle, isn't it? Okay, should we read what I wrote a few weeks ago? Literally, I'm just gonna read it off the bat. I don't even know if it makes any sense. To be vulnerable to me is to express yourself to the fullest and not clothes, not surface level opinions, but truly what you find beautiful in this world. To be able to talk about things in a slow manner, to call a landscape, a moment or a music beautiful. I think the word like beautiful for me, for some reason is like a really like vulnerable word. And I'll tell you why I wrote this, um, because we were in Costa Rica and we were, we'd gone to a yoga session in the morning and this girl came in and she she was gorgeous i think gorgeous as well is another really like vulnerable word like i would never say to my friends like in person oh you look gorgeous like unless i was saying it like that like being like oh you actually look gorgeous like that's <sighs> freaks me out love it when someone says it to me though um but yeah she came in she was a proper yogi wouldn't wear shoes anywhere had like gorgeous yoga flares on big jumper gorgeous curly hair and she was like, did you, were you guys at the reggae concert yesterday? <laughs> and we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, I thought, um, I can't remember what instrument she said it about. But she was like, I thought the music was so beautiful. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how to react. I was like, that's so vulnerable to come into a space where you don't know. It was just me and my boyfriend there so far and the yoga teacher. And she was like, yeah, wasn't the music so beautiful? Like the girl who was singing, she's just got the most amazing voice. It was such a beautiful moment to be in that room with everybody. And like this music playing and like just dancing and I was like oh my god <laughs> hope you like my accent I was like oh my god so true I feel exactly the same I could never fucking say that out loud especially I don't know why I'm scared of saying it to people I'm close to as well though like I'm better I've always said this I can talk to strangers vulnerably all day long that's why I've always thrived in like therapy because I can just sit there and tell a stranger whatever anything i could meet a stranger on the street and probably tell them easier about my whole entire life story how i feel in every single moment like what my biggest struggles are that's why i think i thrive so well on this podcast because i don't know who's listening and i don't have to face any reactions and i know it's mostly strangers people i'm people that are close to me i find it super hard to be like yeah that moment was so beautiful like i come here every week and tell you guys i've seen like a gorgeous sunset and had the most amazing meal or coffee and just like really appreciated a moment I had to myself. I could never say that to like my boyfriend. And I don't know why, because he's also really like from born open, but like he has literally turned around to me before and be like, what are your goals for the next like few weeks? And I'm like, I'm gonna throw up. And I don't know why, but I just can't have that conversation with someone, but I can come on this podcast and tell you all. And it's not that I don't know because I'll journal about it every day, but like, and it makes me sad. Like I really wish I could do that and have that moment with people because it's like what I love most in this world, just being able to have like open, beautiful conversations. And I'm just like, there's just, this is what I mean within my throat chakra. Like there's just this weird like block here. Anyway, so that's what got me thinking that I think that I thought that is, that to me is vulnerable. You don't have to tell me. There's a difference between being open and being vulnerable. You don't need to tell me how you feel and like what's going on with you, your emotions and like what you're going through for me to think that that to me that's not vulnerable I don't know why but to me like being really open with like what you really enjoy like being open with the good things in life and things you things you find beautiful like that to me is being vulnerable I've said vulnerable being vulnerable is being able to talk about passions freely to talk about what you really want and believe in this world vulnerable is someone who can ask for help emotional help who can express emotion and for me I think someone who can express happiness 
to me, someone who can be happy and free is vulnerable. And that's maybe because that's what I long to be so badly. Oh my God, that's really sad. But it's true. I always, always, always come back to this word, free. Like, and I just picture exactly like the girl I that said this music was beautiful. Someone like that, like free hair, no shoes, like twirling around in a field, like just twirling. That's what I picture. And I always just think that, that right there, I think to me is to be like, vulnerable to like live so freely like almost naive to what could happen but also not naive like accepting that you know shit happens and good things happen and bad things happen and just to live like freely anyway like that to me is like to be vulnerable to like just let not let the world happen to you because I don't think the world happens like to you it happens for you but like just letting the flow of life like come and go like to me I think there's a vulnerability in that and not holding on to the good or like really holding on to the bad or like being scared of the bad or dreading the bad like to me like this word of like free and vulnerable kind of go like hand in hand um and this is what I mean where I think this to me vulnerability is so different to everybody because I think it's almost like what people lack in their lives they find vulnerable so if you lack like emotional connection with people, for you that emotional connection is what is vulnerable because you don't get the chance to practice it often. I feel like to me to be vulnerable is to be like truly, and this sounds really deep and sad and I really don't mean it like this, but to be like really happy. And I just have this image of being free, like just like running on a beach, like wind in your hair, just like letting life, the flow of life like go by you and being able to sit on a beach with a group of people and talk about like, your passions and have these amazing conversations like to me that is like to me that's the epitome of like being vulnerable which is why I urge you guys so much to think about like what is vulnerable to you because I don't think and yeah obviously there's a dictionary fucking definition of the word vulnerable but to me it's a word that could be interpreted in so many different ways and this is what I mean in the sense that we don't all have to have the same opinion on what vulnerability is therefore I can't give you all the same tips on how to achieve it because for me to be able to achieve like happy, not achieve happiness, fucking how this sounds so deep, but to be able to achieve that vulnerability in the sense of like having passionate conversations and being free and being this fancy girl on the field is totally different on how to, how to be like open emotionally and like be able to ask people for emotional help, um, which I'm definitely not good at either. Um, see, I've literally put here, to me, someone who is vulnerable is free. No ties, no fear, no judgment. Maybe they've never experienced trauma. Maybe they've spent years getting over it. Maybe that's just them. God, I was really in my feels when I was writing this clearly. To me, being vulnerable isn't just being okay with being sad. It's also really allowing yourself to be happy. Yeah, this is what I mean. I feel like people see being vulnerable as like allowing yourself to be sad and ask people help for it. I see it as like also really allowing yourself to be happy and letting people know that and not being scared that they might change or a situation might change or something might come along. Like just allowing yourself to be happy within that moment and taking the moment for what it is and allowing yourself to share that with other people. It's a complicated world, I think. I personally think it's completely dependent on what your fear is, as I just said. I've always been bad at letting people be there for me. No worries, I can do it. Oh, me being like, no worries, I can do it. I think one, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want them to know full stop that I was sad, that I was weak. Oh God. And that I am still quite terrified of being a burden. Stupid, I know. But then I started listening to my own advice and I have a few people now if I really need it. 
and that I'll talk to even if it's a joke at first. <laughs> God, I was really in my feels when I was writing this. And I do think that because I'm definitely bad at being memorable, but I'm definitely in a very generic sense in like a, hey, I'm not feeling great, can you help me? I'm definitely bad at that. But like I said, I kind of stay, started taking my own advice and the way I like start to be vulnerable in a situation like that is I'll just be like, I was with my boyfriend the other day and I was really sad and I just went, I think I'm about to have a breakdown, haha. <laughs> and he was like, that's okay. And then I just started crying. Like I couldn't be like, hey, I'm like actually a bit upset. I was like, lol, I think I'm about to have a breakdown. <laughs> and then I just started crying. Or I'll be like, oh yeah, lol, life's going to shit so that my friends, I'm a very much person, if you don't ask, I won't tell. So like, I'll make a funny joke about how my life's shit or something's going wrong. And if they're like, oh, what's up? I'll tell you. If you don't ask, I'll leave it. <laughs> Which is a really, really bad toxic trait. But that's a, that's a bit of advice, I guess. If you're, <laughs> it's probably not the best advice. But I always think like a start is better than, you can't expect yourself to just walk into like a group of your friends and be like, hey, I'm really struggling with XYZ at the moment. I'd love for you to be there for me by doing XYZ. You're not going to do that. My advice, go into your friends and be like, lol, life's falling apart. And if they're like, lol, saying, why don't you ask them? Oh, why? What's up? And if they tell you, hopefully they'll ask you back. And if they don't, well, maybe you need some new friends. But just joke. Oh yeah, lol, life's shit. And see if someone goes, why? Are you all right? What's up? And then just allow yourself bit by bit to go like, oh yeah, all oh, oh, my parents, all oh, my friends, all oh, my, I'm so stressed about work and just allow yourself to see what comes out um, and don't feel guilty for it afterwards is I guess a bit of advice. What have I said the conversations will never be deep or my conversations with people will never be deep. Deep com- conversations are memorable to me. The surface, opinions, feelings, whatever, any deeper than that, I've literally wrote, ah, <laughs> deep conversations to me are super vulnerable anyway all in all I'm scared of being vulnerable and I'm not sure where this comes from where this fear of sharing my passions talking to you about the world has come from I really really struggle about people asking me about my work or my passions or my goals like no don't want to talk about it and yet this is literally what my podcast about some of you probably know my every thought and my every goal and think I'm scared of the reaction to being vulnerable which is what I've said before I can't say it to someone's face. This coffee is nearly finished. Um, anyway, I long to be free and vulnerable and happy so badly. I want to talk about theories of the world, my beliefs in the world and speak about it in such a soft, beautiful manner. So that's why I wanted to do this episode. And then I said, now I'm gonna go research, bye. Um, I must've got this off an article. Vulnerability is the sacrifice of comfort ego allowing yourself to be the potential prey to emotional velocipitors what does that word say velocipitors i don't know what that means um but there's a major relationship payoff vulnerability is the catalyst to true intimacy the thing that we all crave the things that makes us feel in a roundabout safe way i really really liked this idea of Vulnerability is the sacrifice of comfort, ego, and allowing yourself to be the potential prey to emotions. But this idea of the sacrifice of comfort and ego, which is, I feel like, what I was saying, like, letting go of comfort and ego and just letting the world happen and you just, like, allowing yourself to live in it and live through the emotions. It's by sharing our innermost selves with another loving safe soul that we build trust safety and the deepest of connections when we are vulnerable with another person we are saying here i am this is me do you love me do you accept me for all that i am so yeah maybe i was right to say 
to be vulnerable isn't to be open it's to be you to be like seriously you um but thinking you're vulnerable when you're actually just a selective oversharer doesn't do you or your loved ones service allowing room to be vulnerable will set you free it's not what I keep saying but I really like this idea of and then I read a whole article on um being how like being vulnerable isn't to be open which I completely agree because I think I can overshare when I'm drunk to people that doesn't make me vulnerable it's almost like a deploy it's almost like a redirection like a don't ask me how I'm actually feeling because I'm just gonna like overshare about like I don't know this is why to me I don't think being vulnerable is like being open about how you're feeling necessarily because I think that can one you can lie about how you're actually feeling uh, and how deep it goes and I also just think I don't know why I think this but I just don't think it's the same like being a chronicle oversharer and being able to talk in a room and like be like oh yeah I just like uh, I don't know like I had a coffee this morning then I went and I had a shit and then I argued with my mum and then I did this and now I feel really shit and oh yeah my boyfriend said this to me last week and like, that's not being vulnerable that's just like oversharing to people like being able to come in and be like oh yeah I actually had like a really shit morning this morning but then it was okay because I made myself feel better on the way to work here because I've seen a really gorgeous sunset and I had a really nice coffee and then oh I couldn't cross the road and I nearly I don't know like taking that moment to have like a slower I guess it's meaning to me like you can be a meaningless oversharer but to me like to be vulnerable is to talk about the meaningful things in your day like the pinnacle points in your day that made you feel shit that made you feel really really good the parts that you loved like that to me is to be vulnerable I think to have that extra meaning behind what you're saying I listened to um Brene Brown's TED talk on vulnerability and I haven't actually wrote any notes on it and I think I'm gonna kind of leave this episode here and not talk too much about TED talk because that's what I always do and you guys may as well go and listen to it but I just kind of wanted to plant the seed in people's brain I think and say it and hopefully this wasn't too much of a therapy session where I've just offloaded everything um that I feel on you guys but I don't have the answers and I enjoy podcasts when I don't have the answers because that's not what this podcast has ever been about me coming here and telling you guys how to be better people and how to fix your trauma and how to be the best you I'm gonna I'm gonna help you I'm gonna share with you the things I've learned but I also just want to plant seeds in your brain and get you thinking and take away the stigma that like why would I have the answer I don't know any better than you guys like I'm also just going through life trying to learn these things and this subject of vulnerability is something that's always been very like I've always been very aware of it in my life and almost I guess the absence of it um but yeah to me it's not the absence of like the typical vulnerability like obviously we've discussed I'm not great at that (laughs) being like hey I need some help like I think that's typical vulnerability but to me like it goes way deeper than that and being able to as I've said have these like happy passionate conversations um so slightly shorter one I'm gonna leave that there and obviously the journal prompt is gonna be what does vulnerability mean to you and I want you to dig deep I want you to make a mind map I want you to make a list I want you to talk about experiences where you've seen vulnerability in situations like that girl coming in to me and being like wasn't the music beautiful I was like I actually don't know how to respond to you without laughing or making a joke like you saying that has made me really uncomfortable for some reason even though I totally agree with you um and I just think it's a super interesting thing and hopefully one day 
I can come back to you guys and say, I've cracked the fucking code. This is what you need to do. But I think it just comes down to finding out what that is to you and saying fuck it and practicing it. Because life's too short to be scared to have happy conversations with people. And life's too short to not get help from people around you. And life's too short to not call the music and the sunset and the coffee beautiful and gorgeous and appreciate every moment because at the end of the day we're a piece of dust and a fucking floating rock in the whole of the universe if you say to someone oh my god isn't that sunset so gorgeous and they think oh fuck it also who cares because like i said we're on a floating rock you're probably never gonna see this person again and if you do and they're your boyfriend and they turn their nose up to you fuck them you should never see them again my sd card on my camera has one minute left so i'm gonna leave this here hope you guys have enjoyed it hope it's not been too rambly too chatty too therapy like and i will see you next week and i don't know what the topic's on yet i think i want to do one on like are we all copying each other and the expectation of like life and all trying to like replicate each other's good traits because i think that's interesting and something i've been thinking about a lot recently I love you all and I'll see you next Sunday. Mwah. Make sure you join our Facebook group and our Instagram so you can chat about this episode and see other people's thoughts on vulnerability and join our November challenge that is coming up. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you.